Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya 2, which will be going down at UFC 287, and this is a huge fight. We have Alex Pereira, who is up 1-0 against Israel in MMA, 3-0 altogether when we include their kickboxing bouts, and man, it just feels like Alex Pereira is Israel Adesanya's kryptonite, which sucks for Israel because Israel was on his way to becoming one of the greats at middleweight. And he still is, but I was talking about possibly surpassing Anderson Silva, which is very hard to say. But considering the trajectory that he was on as a champion, he was beating everyone. He basically lapped the division, and it seemed like there was going to be no one who was going to take the belt away from him anytime soon. But then, of course, his kickboxing nemesis who defeated him twice before came into the sport and took away his belt so now we have this rematch coming up months later and there's a lot of questions as to what's on the line for both men what's on the line for alex Pereira? what's on the line for israel adesanya and i think the biggest thing i could say is that there's a lot on the line for israel adesanya but before we get to him we'll start with the fight in general what's on the line and basically, I think it's their rivalry. Is it going to be a clean sweep for Alex Pereira? Is he truly that kryptonite to Israel Adesanya? Or can Israel Adesanya get a win and show that, you know what? That first fight, you got it. Good for you, but I'm going to take that other fight and also get my belt back. So that's a huge thing for Israel if he's able to overcome this mental hurdle of this guy is always able to beat me now this time i'm gonna beat him get my belt back and everything is going to be back to normal again so that's what's on the line for the fight itself the actual rivalry between the two and i don't know if you guys saw that video of alex Pereira reacting to israel adesanya's reaction of UFC 286 it was, or a fight night. I think it was UFC 286, but that was pretty funny how <laughs> they panned to the the toys, the action figures of Israel Adesanya on the video, and then Alex Pereira just throws up his hand. He's like, what is this? And Israel responds, he's like, why is he like complaining? Why is he getting so mad? And just already there's this mental warfare going on, and you could tell that Alex Pereira is under Israel Adesanya's skin in a way when things like this happens. And at this point, I feel like there's a low-key bit of trolling from Alex Pereira when it comes to all of this. He knows how the general audience reacts to him when he is that stone-cold face killer or that guy who just doesn't have reactions much. And he really plays into it on social media, which I got to give him credit to. But... Let's talk about the stakes for Alex Pereira. What's on the line for him? And of course, it's his belt. It's his championship. Of course, the belt is on the line for both of them. But for Alex Pereira, he's a UFC champion. It took him only three, four fights to get that belt, which is insanely fast, especially in this modern era. If you're not Brock Lesnar, a big name who came from a big organization and was pushed quickly because they're like, you know what, we need to get this big name 
as the champion. Alex Pereira, he did it faster, especially, yes, I get it. He had the push of he beat Israel Adesanya twice, but winning three fights in a row in order to get to a title shot is fairly impressive, especially at this point in his career. He's in his mid-30s. He's mostly a kickboxer. This could have went horribly wrong for Alex Pereira, and we'd be sitting here saying, you know what, the Alex Pereira experiment didn't work out. We were unable to get him to a title fight. So for him to even get to that first title shot against Israel is very impressive. But for him to actually win the belt, especially a comeback win performance where Israel was winning most of that fight and then Alex came back in the fifth and got that finish. Very impressive. We can't deny that. So the question here is, is Alex Pereira that guy who just won the belt and is going to be a one and done? Or is he going to actually beat Israel Adesanya again and retain his belt? And if he does that, if he defends his belt even once, that would be very impressive in my opinion, especially with the little amount of experience that he has. It would be great. And in my opinion, this will set him up for a lot more opportunities in the future, not only at middleweight, but also at 205, which is something he has been hinting at before. And when we consider the huge weight cut that he has to make down to 185, I understand why he's considering light heavyweight after this rivalry between him and Israel is put to rest. Because, man, not only does he have to cut to 185, which is very difficult for him at this point, he's huge, he's in his mid-30s, but also there's a lineup of killers at 185, specifically Robert Whitaker and all due respect to Alex Pereira. But if he fights Robert Whitaker, his chances aren't the greatest when you consider how good Robert Whitaker is. Maybe the size advantage will help him out in that matchup against Robert. But aside from that, I think Robert is the much better mixed martial artist. So if I was him, I would move up to 205 and try to win another belt, fight for a championship there. Imagine this guy versus Yuri Prohaska, for example, or even Jamal Hill. Like, those are very fun matchups to me. He even hinted a matchup with Hamza Chimaev at 205, which is something that Hamza didn't want to take. And man, there's just more good opportunities for Alex Pereira at 205. But before he gets there, he has to win this fight against Israel Adesanya at 185. To be honest, I think that would be his last fight at 185. And then I think the next move is for him to go full-time as a light heavyweight. So I think that's what's on the line for Alex Pereira. He needs to win this fight in order to get more opportunities, especially when it comes to 205. Because if he loses this fight, he I would still see him moving up to 205. But I don't see him getting an immediate title shot. It would be better if he won this fight against Israel, got that immediate title shot, and possibly became a double champion in record time. Like, imagine becoming a double champion in less than 10 fights in the UFC. Very impressive. So that's what's on the line for Alex Pereira. And as for Israel Adesanya, what's on the line for him? Is Alex Pereira that guy that just has his number? 
that's what he has to prove is he always going to lose to Alex Pereira whether it's in kickboxing or MMA no matter how good Israel Adesanya is this guy is always going to beat him and this is truly Israel's last chance to prove that that's not the case that you know what he can beat this guy and that he's not someone that always stops him every time he tries to get to the top or is at the top and is gone from it because of Alex Pereira. So that's why I think there's a lot on the line for Israel Adesanya because there's a lot to prove in that sense. But aside from that, there's a lot to prove when it comes to him as a middleweight champion. Can he reclaim that belt and say, you know what, everything is done. I beat Alex Pereira in the second fight. I'm the champion again. Let's move on. But I'll say this. If he does beat Alex Pereira in their second fight, I could totally see the UFC making a trilogy fight between the two. Making that third fight, it would do huge numbers, one and one each. And that would suck for Alex Pereira as well because it would mean he'd have to make another cut to 185. So if that was the case, then that's really good for Israel Adesanya that he made it one and one in MMA. But if he doesn't make it one and one in MMA and it's 0-2, then man, it's true that Alex Pereira has this guy's number. And it would suck that after all of the work Israel put in as a middleweight champion, it all ends to his kryptonite. It would not be a good thing for Israel Adesanya's legacy. So I think that's what's on the line for Israel going into this fight. Is he able to finally defeat Alex Pereira and also recapture his middleweight championship and return everything to normalcy? I think that's what he wants. I think that's the best scenario for him. But if not, two losses to the same guy, what's next for him? Who knows? Maybe he himself moves up to 205. But imagine he moves up to 205 and then Alex Pereira moves up to 205. It would just be such a disaster. It would be like, man, this guy's always following me and trying to take away my shine, which is totally a possibility. But hopefully that's not for Israel. Hopefully he tries to end this once and for all, or at least extend it to a third fight. And then he could reclaim some of his legacy back. Because like I said, it's not like his legacy is totally gone with these two defeats to Alex Pereira, but it would take a huge hit in my opinion. But what do you think? What's on the line for Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya too? And who do you think is going to win? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.